We, 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 oh, 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 Good, 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 Hey, thanks for joining us. You're here with a good time and buds. I'm Austin. And I'm Kevin. And you're about to enter the Boulder Zone. So a couple days ago was Earth Day, and uh, I find it odd that we only have we have one specific day that we have to set aside to remember the Earth, the thing that we all live on, the thing that we all need to survive. We set out one day a year to have marches for science and all that stuff for the Earth that we need to live. And even then. Uh what do we even get to do during Earth Day? Yeah. Like, there's no days off. No. no I don't think companies, it, I don't think any companies are going, today's Earth Day, let's do some recycling project. No. It's the, it might as well just be <coughs> National Donut Day. It's just Earth Day. Like, oh, hey, today's yeah. Earth Day. I planted a tree. It's Thank a good you. excuse to put on uh, some sort of Instagram post. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. Uh, I should be ashamed of it. Well, yeah, probably. But but I mean, you know, then yeah, you hashtag you March for Science, yeah. and uh, then you've done your part, of course. The March for Science is good. That's interesting, you know, seeing as our president doesn't believe in science. Well, it's not even just our president. Like, um, it's I don't want to say that it's basically all the conservatives and Republicans. But it is but they basically do, but conservatives. There's a general cloud yeah. that resides over the Republican Party that, that is, is like, and you know... Creationism, for some, for some of them, not all of them. I don't not, know. Yeah, no, but the creationism. Yeah, fucking obviously uh, climate change deniers. Yeah, uh, they are so against climate change. It is ridiculous. Why? Why would you be against us? Why would you be against something that theoretically helps the earth? Yeah. Why would you be like, no, let's trash it more? Any time it like rains or snows, they're just like, oh, so much for global warming. Yeah. It's like global warming doesn't mean that it's never gonna snow again dipshit yeah it just means that the earth is consistently getting warmer <laughs> yeah like, there's a difference between weather and climate yeah weather it can snow <laughs> yeah the climate doesn't mean the climate's not still rising yeah. it's like oh yeah so much for global warming because it snowed one day this year it's like god damn it yeah so and so because of that I'm, i was happy to see all the marches for science yeah uh, i was gonna go to, in uh portland but uh I didn't make it. Yeah, I would never go to that. It's something that I fully support. Fully and support. I'm just not, not a... I'm not going to take my I'm effort. not a guy in a group. I'm not no, a guy I'm in a group. I'm not a guy in a group going, hey, science, science, science. I no. support it from afar I 100% wholeheartedly. I 100% support But I science. am a part of no group. Love NASA. Not going to go march for it. And, uh... Not a, that, there's not a lot that... There's not a lot of causes that I would go march for. Not yeah. a lot at all. Uh, Sturgill for president, maybe. Yeah, I would go more... If they were like, hey, you stand in line for 24 hours, you get free Sturgill tickets. I'm there. Yeah. For 24 hours, no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh... What about uh, Bill Nye? He made a hell of a speech at... Yeah. Uh, I, think it was at I think it was at the Capitol, and uh, he just made a pretty impassioned speech about the importance of having science and... Uh, how the only reason that any of us are even communicating right now, including um, here between us and you, the audience, is uh, because of science. And um, so, so he made that speech, and um, 
Bill Nye and Neil deGrasse Tyson are so important for their ability to bring science to the masses in like a fun and dumbed down way so that general people can understand layman's what they're talking about. Yeah, layman's terms. Yeah. Keep it in layman's terms for me. You know? Well, I mean, not- layman's terms is really the only way any of us are really going to understand what they're talking about because yeah. if they actually did speak like any sort of scientific speak... Well, like how they would speak with their friends. Just jiving with their yeah, other scientists' like, friends? Yeah, no, sorry, bud. I'm out. Yeah. Tapped out a while ago. So, but I mean, that's why they're so important. Not only that, but uh, they're great orators. Bill Nye's great. He's just like a charming guy with a bow tie. Yeah. We all loved him because we all grew up in the 90s. Love yeah, Bill Nye. Bill Nye's science guy. Boo, but, boo, yeah. boo, <laughs> boo, boo. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, though, just has that caramel, he's velvety the, voice. Yeah. He's a charmer, too. Yeah. And he's funny. He can take a joke. He doesn't always get the joke, but once he does, he If it's can a take science a joke, joke, he oh. will definitely just yeah. take the root of science and not go for the joke. No. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, he's he's awesome. And, yeah. Uh, just important. Yeah. His show, Cosmos? I love yeah. that show. I'm in the middle of that right Get now. Get high, watch Cosmos, Holy you're in shit. for a good time. It'll blow your mind every time. Yeah. No, it's incredible. <laughs> and, uh, it, the original Cosmos was Carl Sagan's show. And uh, when he when Neil deGrasse Tyson was like 13, he met Carl Sagan. He like wrote a paper to him about like, you know, to a future astrophysicist or whatever. And uh, anyways... So and now he's remaking the show that Carl Sagan made. Hmm. Is it astrophysicist? Is that right? Yeah, astro- yeah, astrophysics, astrophysicist. I love when Neil deGrasse Tyson goes on Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Because Joe Rogan will just like Joe Rogan's funny and is smart enough to to talk to him, but he's dumb a great enough, dumb enough to make him explain it to him. Yeah. So like you know, yeah, he, he and even if he gets it, he'll go. So explain that. Yeah, no, he may not get it when he says explain that for the people listening at home. I certainly wouldn't. Yeah, no, he probably just says that so that he doesn't look like an idiot. Yeah, but, but uh, the point know. is excellent. The, yeah, it's some of the best Joe Rogan out there. Um, did you see uh, what Kathy Lee Gifford did to Bill Nye? Yeah, she. Yeah, she's a fucking drunk. I don't know. She like. He was rambling for sure. Okay, he was rambling. But she was being so childish and being a bitch. And, yeah, bitchy. Yeah. Like just like exaggerating her arm, like ugh, like again, still talking. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's science. It's not fucking two word answers, Kathy. Her and Hoda are just getting hammed. Yeah, they're just, she's Hoda's outside giving away her book giving away books whether the they got the answer yeah, right or to not. The losers. They got her book. Like yeah, here's your punishment. Yeah, no read shit. This. You better read yeah. this shit. Somebody's got to. <laughs> and, uh, so, but anyways, yeah, she was kind of a cunt. Yeah. Um, but anyways, she, obviously, Bill Nye was on, uh, this was a couple days after Earth Day, uh, but, uh, he was on talking about Earth Day. And, and science. Yeah. Science-y things. Snowflakes, black flowers. Yeah. Not actually black flowers, but they appear black. Um, but we don't know these things because nobody goes outside anymore. Yeah, no. No one I mean, I think that's one of the most important parts of Earth Day. Just it's just to remind us of the awesomeness that surrounds us uh, every single day that we completely take for granted. In fact, we don't. Even, a lot of people don't even want to go out into it. A lot of people, majority of people <coughs> live in the city where there is almost no nature. There's no nature yeah. in a big city. 
There's no nature in New York City. No, they have like they have potted you plants, have park, so it feels. Yeah, you half have the park. reason they put those trees is psychological. It has nothing like it really is bothersome if there's no like actual nature around. If it was just straight city, city blocks, oh, you God, lose your disgusting. fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but I mean, just that little that little example enough is you know alone is enough to prove how important real nature is yeah and how important it is to it's conserve. crucial to get out into nature and just reset your body reset and reconnect yeah wake uh, up to the sun and not your phone yeah you know realize that just cause we have some sort of structure around us does not mean that we're anything that is not a part of that yeah no we're not separate from nature we're not separate from the earth no that's why we need more than one day for we don't even have earth month it should, we should definitely have Earth Month. If yeah. we have Female Appreciation Week. And, and Black History Black Month. Black History Month. Give us an Earth Month. Earth Month. Yeah, come on. Like, every day is Earth Day, and we should treat it that way. Yeah, plant a tree every day. Plant a tree every day. And, uh... Plant trees every day. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, so nature's just too important to let, uh... It not be a focus of the way that we run our government and science and yeah. uh, Business, infrastructure infrastructure and pretty much everything it, it's such a I mean if if you built over this whole country um, that'd be nothing or over this whole earth and got rid of all the natural resources we'd be left with nothing we'd all be dead yeah so uh, I mean just think about like on the farms um, bees pollinating uh, oh. like let's say Marionberry uh, Dude, plants. people have been talking about like if that. Of course, is the Oregon blackberry, the state fruit, and just an all around good treat. Oh, great treat! Put it on some ice cream. Flavor mm, country, mm, good. But God. if bees, people were talking about like if bees went extinct, you know how fucked we would be. We'd be absolutely fucked. Like they're they're the number one pollinator. There's no way to pollinate no like the Marion berries. Any other way mm. that would be nearly as efficient. No. Uh, that alone you can only hire someone you alarm. can only hire so many Mexicans you can only <laughs> yeah that reminds me of summer yeah summer's the best I, it's been such a long fucking winter I can't wait to go fishing and I can't wait to go camping yeah oh yeah holy shit like it seems like it's never gonna come because every time we've gotten a taste of a little we bit of haven't sunshine. got more than two days of nice weather in a row yeah in since Last October, last, last Friday. Well, last Friday was yeah the hottest, the warmest day on record in six months. Yeah, and it was seventy. And it was seventy it degrees. Maybe got to seventy. Maybe yeah. Yeah, fuck. And, and uh, it's just of course, raining. It went right back to rain. Yeah, right. Like it hasn't even been like cloudy and cold. It's been rainy. Yeah. All of April has been rainy. All of this it winter has been rainy. And sucks. Like I, I love where we live, but usually we get a little more sun. Yeah, by point. now April showers bring May flowers. We're not gonna have any May flowers. No, we're gonna have May gay showers. Flowers. Yeah, we're gonna have gay flowers and fucking. Hell, anyways. You know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the point is, I cannot wait for it to fucking get nice outside so we can go camping. Uh, Ian wants to go elsewhere. I want to go back to Detroit. I want to. I go Detroit. Like, why? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know. It's my favorite place to go. It's my favorite thing of the whole year. Is, oh, yeah. So 
crystal clear. Crystal clear. Cold, but warm in the sun. Yeah. The lake. We found that sweet camp spot at the lake yeah. last time where we oh, could yeah. just camp there instead of the other place. Dude, yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, you should jump do off that. that stump again. That's way closer, too, because we don't have to drive all the way up to the fucking hatchery, which is like 20 minutes away. Yeah, but we could still go to the hatchery and look at the fish. No, I know we could, but I'm saying, like, anytime we want to go to town, it's only like a 10-minute yeah, drive. Yeah, whatever. instead of, yeah, that's true. So we I, still got to go to that diner, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go to the diner, get the usual. Again, uh, very important to go into somewhere, uh, anywhere, and order yeah, the usual. Order the usual. Even if you've never been there, yeah. order the usual. They'll know what to bring you. A burger and a beer. Yeah, they'll know what to bring Give you. Give me the usual. Give me the usual. Uh, I mean, I also want to do the uh, kayaking trip. Yeah, kayak down the river, yeah. find a, just an island and camp on it. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Last year, we didn't even set up a tent. We just slept under the stars. Yeah, that and sounds great. Passed around the fucking three-fifths of booze. Woo! Rocco, that was Rocco's first time ever camping. That's right. Yeah. He brought not enough food. I believe that. Yeah. You never realize it when you haven't no. gone camping before. And then we... You don't realize all that you actually need. We tried to eat bass out of the river. Why? We were hungry and we were like, fuck it, we might as well like try it. So we caught like four bass. Russ cooked them up in like tiny little pieces. That's all we could get off of them. All right. It was yeah. very good. Well, meat pockets. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine they're in the... Dirty ass river. No, it was not just a dirty ass river, like a polluted ass river. Yeah, Mitch claims you could drink it. Have you seen Mitch's kids? Yeah, well, valid. He was drinking too much fucking river water. Yeah, too much fucking Willamette River water. Yeah. But, uh, so we'll do that. We'll go again. I still vote Detroit, but, you know, yeah, we're talking about that one place. It sounds kind of badass, too. Oh, yeah, like the. Canyon place? Covered in Canyon or yeah. whatever it's called. I'd go there too. Canyon Lands, I don't know. Canyon Lands, you know. Can- one of those Candy things. Land. One of those things. Um, so, but we'll figure it out. Either way, uh, we're taking the Cozy Comfort. Hell yeah. We gotta take the Cozy Comfort. We're going camping. Yeah, come on. We're not taking the Cozy Comfort. Why no, not? No, we're tent camping. Yeah, but the Cozy Comfort, we gotta get bumper stickers. We could take the Cozy Comfort and tent camp. Why would we take the Cozy Comfort then? Get a bumper sticker. Why don't we just get a bumper sticker while we're doing oh, it? Oh, what? And then we slap it on the Cozy Comfort. Cozy Comfort didn't go there. Why would we put a bumper sticker where the Cozy Comfort didn't go? We're not going to take a Cozy Comfort just to put a bumper sticker on it, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I think we should, but fine. <clears throat> we're never going to get any bumper stickers for that thing, because really, it's a piece of shit. We don't, so, yeah. we're probably not going to take it anywhere else. Well, I mean, we will, but... uh, That can be our winter camping rig. I think that's what it should be. Yeah, like, uh, well, when did we go to Pendleton? Fuck, was that in the fall? I have no idea. That honestly. was in the fall, wasn't it? I have no idea. I could not tell you at all what time of year that was. Yeah, I don't know either. At all. We were outside all night Yeah. with fires going, but yeah. I mean, it wasn't cold. There was snow, though, on the ground, wasn't there? Or my imagine. Yeah, no, you saw the snow, then we saw trash, and you were second-guessing whether or not it was snow. Yeah, that's then right. Then we saw more snow, and then you felt like you were fucking smart. Because I was right. Yeah. But, uh, Which rarely happens, but yes. Yeah, but it happens sometimes. Yeah. Uh, eh, we'll figure it out, because I'd like to know. But uh, anyways, uh, that's it for for Earth Day. Uh, let's talk about a few things coming up in the show. I think we are going to, Kevin and I are going to discuss our top five personal favorite bands each. Bands, not artists, bands. Bands and bands alone. Bands alone. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, 
teachers having sex with students. Controversy, no controversy. Our feelings on that. Big day. Big day, ladies and gentlemen. We have the one, the only, Mexico, Mexico Jones, Jones coming to the executive table, the farming expert himself. We're excited to talk to him, and then uh, I think we're going to regale you guys with a little tale of our high school days. Oh, the high school days. Uh, I've got three words for you, ladies and gentlemen. Noon to midnight. Stick around. The tampon of the cigarette industry, the synonym for feminine, the epitome of femininity, Virginia Slims, the professional woman's cigarette. Okay, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we are going to discuss our top five bands of all time. Uh, yeah, and I think, uh, I think it's going to be interesting. I know that we're going to leave out uh, a number of bands that we'd love to put in our top five, and yeah. as is the nature with these But it's strictly things. top five, and it's bands, it's only bands that have stuck together for multiple albums, uh, through multiple years. Yeah, it, uh, they... Oh, well, what it comes down to is that they're songs that, or they're bands that we like personally. We're not saying that this is the definitive list of the greatest bands uh, of all yeah, time. Naturally. It's our personal favorite. Um, and it's in no particular order. Yeah. It's just top five. They're the best five. Whatever order you want to put them in. We whatever. will have some honorable mentions and some uh, artists that we wanted to put in, but, you know, you just can't pick Fit more everyone. than five. So. Yeah. So, all What's right. What's your first one, Kevin? Uh, my number five is uh, my favorite, uh, I guess, classic Southern rock band. I only wanted to pick one, uh, and I went with Leonard Skinner as my right. number five best band. I'm just going to say it. I went with Skinner for one of mine as well. Yeah. So. Uh, I think you have to. They're, it's I mean, the band that got me into playing guitar. Yeah. In the yeah, they, yeah. I bought a cassette tape from Center Market. Uh, with Free Bird on it in Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. I remember playing that for the seventh they have the, show. They have some of the most recognizable songs from that genre. They, they have, have more three than... guitar players. Distinct, all super talented, hell of a piano player, great drummer. They were kind of dirty, kind of grungy. They were all fucking dirty Florida boys. Yeah, there's like uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. They had that fucking they had that sound to them. Yeah. It was just it was unique. Yeah. It set them apart. They uh and well and then of course Ronnie Van Zant, the lead singer, obviously R.I.P. Yeah. Because half the band died in that plane crash. Yeah. Their drummer was in the plane crash, did not die, is still alive. He might have died recently, but he lived through that, kept going. Yeah. Kept trucking. That guy likes to party. Leonard Skinner's still touring, but uh, it's just not the same. Yeah. Uh, they still have a couple of the original guys. The piano player died like two years ago. Um the lead singer is Ronnie Van Zant's brother, Johnny Van Zant. Get this. Not, get this. That. Get this. They have a third brother who's who's in 38 Special, Donnie Van Zant. <laughs> That's fucking dirty old redneck Southern yeah. Florida boys. Yeah. Ronnie, Johnny, and Donnie Ronnie, Van Zant. Yeah. That's dirty. That's a that's a that's a dirty family. That's right a there. dirty family, but 
They're real talented. Oh, 38 yeah. Specials, obviously. Great. Yeah. Like, hold on loosely. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah. yeah. Leonard Skinner, Freebird, Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. What's that your name? Smell. That smell. Saturday steps. Night Special. Give me three. Oh. Give me three steps. Classic uh, karaoke. Classic song. karaoke tune. Uh, what else they got? Georgia Peaches. Look, they've got a bunch of songs. They've There's got, no reason to list all of them because that would uh, take forever. Um, so, anyways, I guess that's both of our number fives. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll give you my number four. Yeah, what's your number four? My number four is this is embarrassing. As I look at my list, I realize that Skinner was actually my honorable mentions. Oh, fascinating. fascinating! But now that we've talked about them. Who was your number five then? Who beat them out? I think it was the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles were mine as well. Uh, I love Skinner, but uh, I mean, I really love Skinner, but I still listen to the Eagles like relatively often. I'm talking at least once every two weeks or so. Get the, on Eagles the Eagles just have that fucking sound. It's just. The, Desert, the deserty, Southern California, yeah, open Arizona, road. yeah, just cruising on an open road with the sun fucking beating down on you. Or it's the life the that everybody yeah. wants to live. Yeah, in, it's music, so in music form, it's so free. It is freeing as fuck. It, oh, have God. you seen the? Uh, I don't think you have the documentary. I have not. History of the Eagles. I've watched it like ten times. It's on my TV right now. Ian and I used to get high and watch it. Yeah, well, yeah. That uh, sounds like something Ian would be into. Dude, it's such... it's A, it's a good documentary. It's fascinating how the band does what they do. Uh, the different lineup changes they went through. Uh, you know, Don Felder, they lost Bernie uh, Toppin. Not Bernie Toppin. He he was a co-writer with uh, Elton John. That's Bernie Toppin. God. Bernie Ledden. Bernie Ledden was their other guitar player. Who used to be in the Flying Burrito Brothers. Your fucking knowledge of this shit is <laughs> ridiculous. And, uh, but anyways, so, but they lost Bernie Ledden, but then they brought on Joe Walsh. Oh, I love Joe Walsh. Yeah. Love Joe him. Walsh. We should have went and saw him at the zoo. Dude, I'm, I'm so bummed that we didn't. Yeah. I just, I love we Joe couldn't Walsh. get any of us to commit to it. We no. had the time. We and had the cash. It's the zoo and summer. it's Joe Walsh. Yeah. Like. Rocky Mountain Way. Life's been Joe Walsh. so far. As a sub-artist. Gets to be included in my top five under the Eagles umbrella. Yeah. Because yeah, Joe Wall and Don Henley. Saw Don yeah. Henley live last year. Oh. Boys of Summer. Yeah. Dirty Laundry. That's why the Eagles are so good because those two guys under are also top five guys. Yeah. And they were both in the Eagles. Yeah. The Boys of Summer is another song that just captures everything about summer. Like a Late night, summer, sun's going down, you're driving next to the beach, the beach is on your right, you know, you're on the west coast. Obviously. God, that's a good song. I wonder what it's like to drive with the beach on your left. On your left side. When I went down to, uh, well, I mean, technically it's on your left if you're going the other way. Yeah, but we're always headed, set. We always, yeah, we always go set. But yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, when I went down to Pensacola when I was living in Nashville, uh, it was it was that way, just the way that I was going, and uh, the beaches there, a completely white. But then cool. when you go out to the ocean, you know how normally you're watching for rocks and shit in like tropical places like Mexico and stuff. Yeah. Pensacola, there's not a rock in sight. It's perfectly clear, 
perfectly white sand. It's everything you could want. You see, I've never experienced a beach like that. Yeah. Ever. We need to go to Florida. Yeah, but fuck Florida. Like, yeah, it'd be fun, but, ah, oh, it's so Florida. It's dirty and fucking... Well, maybe not Florida, but the... California. Let's go to California. We are the boys of summer. Yeah. And so anyways, the anyways, Eagles... Anyways, the Eagles uh, are... The Eagles are actually my number one, although we're not ranking them in any number yeah. order. But the Eagles are in my top five as well. Yeah, Eagles. <laughs> fucking good. All right, what do you got next? All right, my number four is Creedence Clearwater Revival. Nice. CCR. Nice. Definitely in my top five. Oh, no. I love their... Oh, yeah. I love CCR. Yeah. <laughs> they got that... They've just got hits upon hits. Yeah. It's it's got so many different aspects. It's got just like swampy blues. Yeah. Fucking country. A little bit of bluegrass. A little bit of bluegrass. A little bit of... Some psychedelia. Like uh, their 11-minute Heard It Through the Grapevine. Heard It Through the Grapevine. God, they got hits. They have fucking hits. Proud Mary. Yeah. Fortunate Son. Looking Out My Back Door. Oh. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. They get, yeah. CCR is definitely my top. Sue, Sue, is it cute? Definitely top five. Green River. I want to know. Have you ever They've got it all. They've got, yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. Love some good CCR. When, uh, you know, their lead singer. Oh, and John, John Fogarty. Yeah. Fogarty. Tell me the music isn't just Fogarty. Like, yeah. That's the it's perfect f- word. Folksy. Yeah. Fogarty. It's Fogarty. Yeah. And, uh, but anyways, he also wrote Center Field, arguably the greatest baseball, baseball song, song of all ever. time. Yeah. Does anything make you feel more like summer no. when you were a kid? No. Put me in, coach. Go, I'm ready to play today. Yeah. No, that's a, that, yeah. I love CCR. Yeah. All right, uh, so Skinner is out. That's still my honorable mentions. Yeah. No, I'm going to move somebody else out. Skinner's going, Skinner. nope, I can't because the Eagles are definitely above Skinner. Yeah. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my top five has been rearranged. Skinner is now an honorable mention. Eagles are number five, but in no particular order. <laughs> um, number four, uh, somebody who I don't think you probably know, Dream Theater. <laughs> You, I've only know them through you. Well, they're they're the band that got me into really learning how to play guitar. No, well, I shouldn't say that. Uh, there were a lot before that got me into playing guitar, but this is what made me focus on becoming like a lot more technical my playing because their uh, lead guitar player or their only guitar player, John Petrucci. Oh, uh, Petrucci! Oh, Pat- the Petrucci. He uh, <laughs> he's incredibly pre- precise. And he plays impossible things that I will never, ever be able to play. And so, But the point is, so he's considered one of the greatest guitar players of the world. The rest of the band, on their respective instruments, drums, uh, keyboard synthesizer, bass, are also considered to be the greatest musicians <coughs> in the world on their instrument. So it's just a band of tough as fuck, great Dude, instrument? Incredible. Just like, you don't even understand how anybody Do can they put that have vocals? Yeah. They have vocals. They have 25-minute songs. They have a 42-minute suite. Yeah. And uh, That's what I want. Just 42 minutes of fucking rocking <coughs> out. Yeah, and it's uh, it's progressive rock for sure. Yeah. But yeah, they're a lead singer. He's a good singer. I don't... His voice is just a little high. They went for kind of a Rush, Getty Lee 
style of singer, and it's good. I'll say it's good. Let me ask you this. All right. What do you think would happen? Would the world explode if Sturgill Simpson's next album was with Dream Theater? Would the world explode? It would be fascinating. It would be... I I don't know how well John Petrucci could... I mean, okay, you know what? That's funny. That's funny for me to say. Dude, they would tear it up. It would be ridiculous. Uh, But I don't think that they'd be able to slow it down enough for the slower two. I mean, they could, but... uh, They really shine when they're just fucking rocking it out. Rocking it out. Yeah, but Sturgill can rock it out. Like, yeah, what if no. you just put out a? What if you just put if out you an put album together, of bangers? Okay, let's put it this way. Let's say he records an album with his regular band, but then he takes it on the road with Dream Theater as backing band. So basically, what they mostly do is just jam. Yeah, I think that would make the world explode. Yes. Yeah. God. And that yeah studio. Negligible because they'd have to play what Sturgeon wants to play. You could have his regular band do that, but an extended jam with a bunch of just band like when members. they improv, like in Call to Arms or whatever, whatever yeah. song they play, he always has an extra like three minute jam. Oh, yeah, that would just be epic every time, just straight shreddage, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a fucking things you can even imagine. Yeah, oh, all right, what do you got for number three? Mm-hmm. You're on number three. I'm on number three, yeah, my number three is uh, one that I don't think you're going to have. All right. I think you'll respect them, but I don't think you'll have them in your top five. I know what it is. I put Green Day. I did not think it was going to be that. Yeah, no. I put Green Day in your top five. I I love Green Day. They fucking, they can rock. Great songwriting. Yeah, they have great songwriting. Yeah. That sends a message. Like, I love Green Day. American Idiot is such a good album. It's such a good album. And then they have... The time of your life that you slow it down for a little ballad, yeah. dude. You want to take, you want to have a song that just brings anybody to just like reflect. Yeah, anything with with some clarity that you've never had before. Clarity, a little melancholy. Yeah, like did I have the time of my life? Yeah, I, <laughs> I hope you had the time Day. of your life. I love Green Day. Yeah, Green Day is fucking good. Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, dude, that guy can. Rock. I love Green Day. Yeah. And they, they're still cranking out tunes. Yeah, they're still kick-ass. Yeah. No, I like Green Day. They, they have to like to party, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, Billy Joe just went to uh, rehab like a yeah. year and a half ago. Makes sense. He went on some like super long rant on stage. Ooh. I'm freaked out. So, But, you know, most good artists are kind of crazy. Yeah, a little crazy in the head. Yeah, but you got to be to produce that kind of magic. Yeah. I love Green Day. Especially in punk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. They're like punk rock, but they're fucking kick ass punk rock. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, it's a little heavier than punk rock, but it's. I mean, it's punk it's, rock. It's really. It really falls under pop punk, technically. Yeah, it has to. But it's. And I gotta say, I'm a huge fan of pop punk. I wanted to put Blink One Eighty Two in my. Yeah, I love Blink One Eighty Two. That's just classic throwback feel good tunes. Yeah, if you want to feel good in your life. Yeah. Toss on some pop punk. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if I'm 80 years old, if we make it that far. Yeah. Uh, pop punk. Pop punk's going to be fucking yeah. on the stereo. I'm going to be driving to the beach. <laughs> yeah. Fucking living fucking life. Yeah. Sun shining. Pop punk needs to make a comeback. Dude, I've been praying for the pop punk comeback for a long time. There are a few genres that need to make a comeback and just get rap and 
pop out because that's all it is right now. Pop punk's perfect because it's the lyrics are like really angsty, but the sound is happy. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it needs in Trump's America. Yeah. You can write all the political... Because that's where punk comes from originally, is yeah. political, uh, you know, outcry. Well, outcry, protest, yeah. political protest. protest. And uh, so, yeah, you combine those kind of lyrics with some pop punk, you know, music on that just underneath. sounds good. Yeah. That's a dream, man. That's yeah. pop punk making a comeback in the best way. Yeah. I could go for some I love pop, pop punk coming punk. back. Yeah. That sounds sick. Come back, pop punk. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, that's a hashtag. Yeah. Let's bring pop punk back or some shit. All right. My uh, third uh, artist is Oasis. What do you know about Oasis? Not a whole lot. Okay. See, and I didn't know much about Oasis for a long time. I thought they just did Wonderwall, which, of course, is a good song. But, uh... <coughs> oh, yeah. I let... Yeah. I they let, were one in wonder, kind of. No. Well... Kevin. I Kevin. think a lot of people think they probably are. Okay, no, I'm about to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. All right. Uh, their first album, Definitely Maybe, that came out in 1994, is considered the greatest album of all time. How... In all of Britain and much of America, it's considered better than uh, Sgt. Pepper's. What's on it? Like, uh, what, like how? How have I never heard of it? If it's- uh, That's what I thought when I realized it, but I looked up all their albums. Like this one British uh, website, could be a magazine too, NME, I think it's British. They did a, uh, I shouldn't even say it was NME, but it was a British uh, magazine or whatever. And they had a list of the 10 greatest albums of all time. Number one was definitely Maybe. Number two was Sgt. Pepper's. Number three was their second album, What's the Story, Morning Glory. What? Yeah, I'm not kidding, Kevin. Are they like just... Do they, they fucking kick, do they rock. Kick ass? They kick fucking ass. I'm gonna have to listen they to kick them. ass, they do drugs, they fight. They're just angry British dudes who know how to write and how to rock. And it's two brothers. <laughs> One of them's Liam, Liam Gallagher. That sounds so fucking British. Who gives a shit? Fight these guys, dude. Liam Gallagher, he's the lead singer. He's the younger brother. He's all the brash man. And then the songwriter is uh, Noel Gallagher, who has, in many people's opinion, mine included, the best, um, like sense for melody, for like rock music anybody's ever heard. Every song is the most memorable feel-good hook that you never knew you were missing from your life. I How fucking love these guys. It was the 90s. They fell out of popularity for a while, then they had a great comeback with 2005's Don't Believe the Truth, and then they broke up again. And now the brothers are doing uh, solo stuff, which is also super excellent. But yeah, dude, some of the best albums of all time were their first two albums. And t- I mean, I'll give them a listen, I guess. But I don't. How have you never even showed me them? Like how? Like I feel like I definitely have. Well, I mean, maybe you have, but you haven't made a point. I went like through this. a real Oasis phase where I listened to nothing but them for like a year and a half. Yeah, but you probably didn't say like, "Hey, this is Oasis." Like you probably didn't fucking tell me. You probably just yeah. like played it, and I was like, oh, "This is good." You're like, yeah, yeah, this is Oasis. But 
Like, I don't know. I've never even... Give them a listen. All right. Give them a listen, dude. They're so fucking You go again because I only have one left because I already revealed it. We're also running out of time on our segment here. We're going to have to speed... We're going to have to go speed round here. Um, I got Led Zeppelin. You put him in? I put him in. I put him in honorable mention. I love, you know... uh, I love Led Zeppelin. It's just the sheer volume of quality material that they released with so I mean they did it over every genre yeah they started as a blues band see I had I had rock psychedelia beginning of metal fucking folk country jazz world music they did it all I had and it all still sounded like Led Zeppelin I had it between Zeppelin and Skinner I don't know Skinner fair fair I mean I had that argument too and I put Led Zeppelin in but Skinner didn't uh so I guess it wasn't the Eagles, it was Led Zeppelin that made it in. But the point yeah. is, yeah, uh, well, and just much like Dream Theater at that time, and even considered now, every member of the band is, was considered the best what they did. Jimmy Page, best guitar player. John Bonham, still considered the best drummer of all time by a lot of people. Yeah, John arms. Paul Jones, he did have two arms. We're not mm-hmm. talking Def Leppard. No, well. Uh, John Paul Jones, keyboard player, synthesizer, and bass, and a bunch of other instruments. Guy's a dynamo. Still works today in music. And then Robert Plant, who also still works today in music. Rock God at the top of the heap. And uh, still releasing awesome music with Alison Krauss. So yeah. those guys yeah. are Led Zeppelin's fucking kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. Cashmere. Yeah, I mean. You, I, rock and roll. You're not going to get an argument for me to put them in your top five. Because I they were right there. They were probably yeah. number six for me. All right. Yeah. But yeah. No, I love Led Zeppelin. They're yeah. good. They are good. Uh, my last one is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, okay, that's what, what I thought yeah. you were gonna say. I love the fucking Chili Peppers. I do love. I mean, I like the Chili Peppers. Oh. I love, you know, they just they put me in such a good mood. Yeah. Like, no, I get that. Oh, yeah. I like them. I have. Like, I've told you before. I have yeah. that roadblock where they have but, a certain chord progression and melody that sounds similar to a lot of of their songs see this that's a blessing of not having that good of an ear for music I don't get hung up on those kind of like you don't like Miranda Lambert because she always has a flatted 7 I like Miranda Lambert yeah, yeah. but she but she always too. yeah, yeah and I, I don't pick up on that stuff yeah I just I just don't like Miranda Lambert that much yeah and I love the Red Hot Chili well, Peppers well I do love you know the Red Hot Chili Peppers but that's just what keeps them from being the top 5 little, top 10 yeah. if we're talking Southern California bands I'd go oh. sublime yeah uh, see, it took me Sublime a while to get on the Sublime is the perfect reggae punk. It took me a while to get on the Sublime train, dude. It took me. I'm fine. I don't. I don't even really remember why, but I was very anti-Sublime. I think it was because Sam Roberts really liked Sublime. Okay. And I wasn't gonna be like, no, fuck Sublime. Fair enough. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I remember Downey made me my first like mix CD. Of Sublime. Fucking Downey. That's a <coughs> that's a student's name, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Downey. Downey. The teachers called him that as well. And um, now he buys shrooms by the pound. By the pound. So. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, I guess you said your that was your number one? That was my, yeah. well, that was my last one to reveal. Yeah, John Frusciante. Yeah. Fucking. Um, and then they Keaters, did the thing at the Chad Super Smith. They did the Super Bowl halftime show. Fleet. And the Super Bowl was uh, the pe- the NFL was like telling them that they couldn't actually hook up their instruments and like play. So yeah. they just made it super obvious that they weren't hooked up. They just didn't even have chords or anything. Yeah, it's like fuck yeah. No, those guys are fucking tough as shit. Yeah, they're they're kick ass. Yeah. 
Um, and my number one's the Beatles. I knew it. Yeah, I knew you were going to put them in. I, I can't leave them out for I, so many reasons. I, I honestly didn't. I wanted to put them in just because of what they did, but it's for me, and I don't. I don't like the Beatles. Fair enough. So I'm not going to put them in my top five just from out a of musical for what they did. But yeah. I mean, obviously, I respect. Yeah. Them as artists, they're. It's just not my. St- I would rather listen to the Monkees. I honestly I would rather listen to the. That's monkeys. fair. Yeah, but, but uh, no, from Beatles. a from a musicality standpoint, they went from from like the basically fame. just the simplest little rock band, um, to the most experimental, biggest thing of all time that people knew were the greatest back in 1970 when they broke up. Well, they went from nothing in '63 to everything in 1970, and they made some of the world's greatest music. All in a span of seven and years. And people still compare, like, oh, they're as famous as the Beatles. Like, Exi- it, yeah. they're still the they're still the mark. They're still well, the mark. Girls scream like they're at a Beatles concert. Like, it's they're still the mark. Yeah. The Beatles are the mark. Yeah. For music. Yeah. Which is insane that that's damn near fifty years ago. Yeah, Hitler is like the Beatles years. of dictators. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I well, I messed up your stat. Eventually. You know, everything gets compared to Hitler at some point. Well, everything's got to. Yeah, and the Beatles are the Hitler of... Yeah. Bands. Michael Jordan is the Hitler of basketball. The Beatles are the Michael Jordan, and therefore, the Hitler of music. There you go. That's just the way it is. So I think... Uh, I mean, I think George, Ringo, Paul, John. Paul, yeah. They all have Yoko. good names. Yeah. Paul, Ringo, George. John. John. Old Yanni Lennon. Yanni Lennon. Yeah, he fucking... I really don't like that we're running out of time because there's so much that I want to expand on the Beatles. They went to well, India dude, to study with so psychi- His Holiness. The, the psychi- psychedelic aspect. Yeah. They fucking... Maharishi. Yeah. The, the, what is it, The White Album? The, the White Album was crazy. Obviously, Sgt. Pepper's Revolver, which was the Acid Album. So here's how it went. So the first couple albums, you know, like uh, Help and... Um, Help! Please Please Me... And uh, with the Beatles, all those early albums, um, Hard Day's Night, those were just kind of basic Beatles. And then in 1965, or it could have been 64, Bob Dylan introduced the Beatles to weed. See, I think my biggest problem with the Beatles is I don't like the original Beatles. I Like, their hits, their old ones, uh-huh. I, that's not for me. That's fair. But their newer stuff that I don't know as well. When that comes on, that's the stuff where I'm like, oh, yeah, I like this song. Yeah. But their original, like, pop stuff. No, that's totally fair. I think that's my hang-up with Well, the here's what will help you appreciate it more. Rubber Soul was where they learned, was where they first found out about, or they found about weed when they were filming Help. But anyways, Rubber Soul was their first weed album. Great album. Songwriting skyrocketed since trying weed. Yeah. Next album, Revolver. That's the Acid album. Yeah. That one's just got trippy shit. It's got Tomorrow Never Knows. It's got a song with a sitar that's like an Indian instrument, just fucking crazy. Um, and then they did Sgt. Pepper's, and then the White Album, and then... Um, Abbey Road? Then they did Abbey Road. It's nice. I got one right. Yeah. That's pretty clutch. Um, yeah. Oh, they did Yellow Submarine in there somewhere. Who, yeah, who the fuck's... I, who okayed that song? That They made a movie, too. That literally had to be on an album where they were like, all right, every song on this album is fucking gold. Let's just give him Yellow Submarine on this one. It'll be the one song where everyone's like, what the fuck? 
maybe it'll get like a cult following. And well, and it does. Yeah, I know. But it's, it's not a real Beatles album, and I'll tell you what. Well, I mean, it is. What do you mean it's not a real Beatles album? Half the uh, the first half of the album starts with Yellow Submarine, and then it's just got four other songs or something close to that. One of them is actually a pretty good song called Hey Bulldog. The rest are decent. Uh, but anyways, the second half of the album, no Beatles are on it. Their producer, <coughs> George Martin, it's like five or six tracks of orchestral music that he composed for the Yellow Submarine cartoon movie. Okay, that makes sense. So it makes a little more sense to toss yeah. a Yellow Submarine on that. It's still not a good song. No. No. That's a disappointing song. Yeah, it was a disappointing album. But again, Hey Bulldog's pretty good. So who are your honorable mentions? Just real quick. Let me see here. My honorable, one of my honorable mentions was Brood 5. Yeah, But I course. can't put them on there because they turned fucking faggoty yeah. towards the end. But their first three two albums. Two and a half. Let's say two and a half. Two and a half to three. Yeah. And the, yeah. Some on the f- Excellent. Some on the fourth, but really hit not very good. Excellent. But their first two albums are fucking money. Maroon 5 may come back again in our uh, Noon to Midnight segment. Yeah. Songs about Jane and yeah. It Won't Be Soon Before Long. Every song is fucking album. gold. Dynamite album. It's just classy Hands all and over. funky. Hands All Over is pretty funky, too. That album is yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's got some gay shit, but it's pretty good. Yeah. And then after that, Five was shit. Yeah. Maps. All that was shit. Maps was shit. Their new stuff is shitty. One More Night was an And I hate song. now that Adam's all friends with Blake Shelton shit on TV all the time. Yeah. It's just It's not going to get any better than what it is. It's just going to get worse, if anything. Much like Maroon 5, Blake Shelton used to be a lot better. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's not going anywhere near this list. No. Uh, no. So, honorable mention first was Skinner. Second was Soundgarden. Yeah. Um, I love Soundgarden. Everybody in there is just super talented. Um Along with Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. That was that was nearly in my top five. One of the guys that worked today asked me if I knew who Alice in Chains was. Really? I was like, what do you... That's like, yeah, I know who Alice... We were talking about what song we would want to walk up to if we were to UFC in a cage match. Uh-huh. And, I've uh, thought about this. I think he chose Them Bones. Nice. Was one of them. That or Enter Sandman. What's yours? I don't know. Probably... I said, it would be something by Sturgill, just because... Mine is, uh, what's it called? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I've actually thought about it. It's called Evil Ways by Blue Saraceno. I've thought about this a lot. Just, yeah. I always think. I always think about I always think song about, I'd want to walk What out I always for. think is, if I was a baseball player, what would be a walk-up song for uh, when I go up to bat? What do you got? Eric Church. Nice. Yeah. I don't know, just a different Eric Church song every fucking Country every Music week. Jesus? Yeah, Country Music Jesus when you walk up to the plate. Yeah. Oh, that would be tough as shit. Or, uh, how about you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drinking beer, wasted bullets by Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan? Um, alright, who else is in your uh, honorable mentions? <coughs> Pink Floyd was an honorable mention. Was an honorable mention of mine? Yeah. They're, I mean, they're money. Yeah. Just a whole different kind of I band. wanted to put Alabama just because they're the best country, country band, band, but they're not my top five, so I wasn't just going to force a country band in there just because. Yeah. But they're definitely my favorite country band. Yeah. Give it to Alabama. Yeah. Um, I had Need to Breathe. They're like a good, just a sort of hard rock with some acoustic folk country 
killer lead singer. They put on an excellent live show. Um, Van Halen. Did I say Van Halen? I might have. Uh, Aerosmith. Almond Brothers. You know who I really like? That's, a, I guess, technically a band that I didn't even think of, but no. they would not be even close to my top five. Who's that? Hollywood Undead. <laughs> I like their sound. Every it's like, it's upbeat, but they're very depressing lyrics. Yeah. I, I and they're it. just weird as shit. Yeah, they're yeah. weirdos. They're like white gangster rapper fucking weirdos. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I I would have put Sturgill in his band from the last album. Yeah, Sturgill's last band. Sailor's Guide to Earth. There. But that, that's just a one-time thing. Yeah. That's a one-off. So, But They're if so if good. they were allowed, that would be number one. Yeah. They yeah. killed it. They were so good to listen to. In Bloom yeah. is put uh, you on another level. That's what I was going to say. So mm-hmm. I've always said In Bloom is, one of, is the greatest song ever pretty much by Sturgill. Competing for it is Alice in Chains' Rooster. <laughs> Rooster is such a good fucking song. Yeah. Uh, and then I had Rolling Stones and Blink-182. Pretty good. You have any more? No. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Top about seven bands of all time. Yeah, we uh, weren't too clear on <laughs> which one's really... Yeah. Figure but, it out uh, for yourselves. I'm sure you yeah. have different opinions, but... Uh, Let us know on uh, Facebook or Twitter what you think. Yeah, or Instagram. Keep it crispy. We'll see you after the break. It's 90 degrees. Your mouth is dry. You're feeling thirsty. But you've only got $4. Ice cold Budweiser staring you in the face. No thanks. Give me a pack of Doral's. Doral, the smoker's cigarette. Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones, oh baby. Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones, oh baby, ay, ay, ay. You know what that song means. Joining me at the executive table is our farming correspondent, Mexico Jones. Hola, amigo. Que pasa? Hey, not much, man. Que pasa with you? Oh, not much. So, uh, what's going on uh, in the farming community these days? How's the weather? Oh, a lot of rain. Yeah. A lot of rain, amigo. Too much. Everything wet. Yeah. Everything gets stuck. You guys not able to get <laughs> out in the stuck. field, though, no, right now? No, no, no. Not, not for many months. No, uh, as I understand, a lot of, uh, you know, you guys are kind of have to work on Sundays and, um, you know, at odd hours if it's sunny out. Because, yeah. Uh, Sunday is the day for the Lord, man. We still have to work, man. It's no good. That's not right. I'm in China. What are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, I know. The farmers need their money, you know. What are you going to do? Oh, I know, man. <laughs> hey, uh, well, anyway. You know, you know. Hey, I know. But, uh, you know, it, it brings me to, would you say that Mexicans are the lifeblood of the farming industry? Oh, yes. Mexicans are the lifeblood, amigo. They do all the work. Everything that the farmers don't want to do, they don't have to do. They make the Mexicans do, and the Mexicans do good job, hard work. No, I agree. Uh, in, like uh, No white people do those jobs. 
No white people do those jobs. On on the farm, you know, we've hired some people who white guys come out, start out real strong, fading in the first hour. Lazy. Fade in the first white, hour. White boy's lazy. Every white boy I have in my crew, lazy. Always. <laughs> let's take break. Let's take break. Let's drink soda. Lazy. Drink cerveza. Move the pipe. Take the break. Drink cerveza. Move the pipe. All day. Every day. What's your uh, favorite cerveza there? Uh, oh, Corona. Mexico? Corona. Corona? Yeah. Sometimes uh, Tecate. Budweiser. Oh, Ooh, a little Budweiser. See, si, uh, tequila. No, no whiskey. No liquor. Just tequila. What about, uh, what, what do you think of, uh, you said Budweiser is good. Oh, what about Budweiser. Coors? Coors, Coors. Yeah. Coors is no good. Coors is like water. Yeah. Coors is no good. Maybe drink like 12, not even <laughs> drunk. No, Coors They wake no up good. feeling not too bad. Yeah, they like water. Yeah, that's true. Um, you, uh, how's the work going on the farm? What are, what are they having you do right now? Are you, uh, you fucking anything up? No, no fucking up. I'm fucking... The other guys, they fuck up all the time. One guy breaks the door off the tractor. I think maybe too much multi, you know? <laughs> maybe maybe crystal. Maybe crystal? I don't know. <laughs> you think, uh, did he, uh, excuse me, uh, do you, uh, where'd you get that multi? Oh, you know, me, uh, my cousin, me mijo over there. Yeah, huh? You hook it up for cheap. You try to get some? I think, uh, hey, isn't uh I think I am. Isn't uh, legit? Maybe straight from El Chapo. Hey, huh? yeah. see, see, there you go. Any, anyways, uh, what do you think about the fact that they're uh, trying to legalize weed, uh, Mexico Jones? Oh, that is uh, that is a very very touchy subject. On the one hand, I like to get high, you know, hey. smoke the mota. Oh yeah, I feel good. But on the other hand, my cousins lose a lot of money, man. A lot of money if it's legal, you know. Yeah. No uh, more street value. That's true. Yeah. It, no it goes down, and then the money's just going to uh, America. Too many people are growing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a problem for uh your cousins, I guess. Oh see, see, see. Mucho problema. Well, uh what do you what do you see for uh the upcoming future in uh farming and farming technology? Oh, farming technology is crazy, man. Crazy, crazy. Uh you just hire more Mexicans and they uh they just work harder, man. It's crazy. It's crazy how many Mexicans. That is crazy. Yeah. You'd think more people would have thought of it. Yeah, you would think, That man. is fascinating. Pretty good. Pretty good, all the guys. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's all the time we have. Uh, we want to thank our guest, Mexico oh, Jones. Oh, si, si. For joining us. And uh, I think you can Gracias. join me in saying uh, big adios. Oh, adios, adios. For friend Mexico Jones. Muchos cerveza, mucho bailamos. Mexico Jones. For those sleeping under the stars, driving the herd, Roping calves, drinking whiskey, chasing women, wasting bullets, and doing whatever the fuck you want. Marlboro, the cowboy's cigarette. All right, welcome back. We are uh, now on the topic of something that uh, 
seems to come up in the news a lot, um, and it's teachers having sex with students. So, uh, Kevin, what are your thoughts? It does seem like that is happening a lot lately. Like, maybe it's just because... Information so, spreads media, faster yeah, on social and media. you just automatically find out, I don't know. But it seems like every week there's another one. Well, people are more likely to come forward because it's... Um, I don't want to say it's less taboo, but it's like, you know, you're kind of guaranteed to get something out of it if you decide to reveal that kind of information. Yeah. Usually, though, you have to be a chick, uh, a lady, a lady. A lady student or a lady A lady teacher? student. Yeah. With a male teacher. That's when the That's real when... money kind of reels in. The uh, the female teacher with the male student. Um why even have a law? See, that's a, I feel like that's a double standard, though, because I don't... I mean, if if a 16-year-old dude wants to fuck a 40-year-old chick, and I think that's fine. And I, do uh, think, and I fine. think every 16-year-old boy wants to if she's, you know, hot. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're fucking 16. You'll fuck anything. But, yeah, yeah no. But, but then I have to assume that also a 16-year-old girl could make that decision for herself, too. Well, that's the problem is, yeah, you would have to but, sort of impl- implement that, but... But most... The, the problem with that theory is most 40-year-old chicks don't want to fuck a 16-year-old dude. There are a lot of 40-year-old dudes, dudes that, that would wanna, try to yeah. fuck all the 16-year-old chicks because yeah. guys are fucked up. Yeah. Like, well, guys never stop being that 16-year-old no. dude wanting to fuck anything that moves. No. So... Um, you can't, so you have to have a lot, but I think it's, I think it's stupid that they just pick an arbitrary number of yeah. age, 18. Like, that doesn't fucking mean anything. No, and it's not 18 everywhere. Like, a day before your 18th birthday, you're not allowed to fuck a 40-year-old dude, but yeah. then once you turn 18, you can fuck a 40-year-old dude. Like, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No. But. But there's no. There's no other no way, way to, to do test it. if they have some sort of aptitude for it. Yeah. So, no. I mean, 18, you can serve in the military, you can be in porn, I guess. Yeah. There you go. There you go. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I know that it is a double standard, but I just. You feel make like an you accept- have to have Make it. an exception, though, because you know. That, that guy's not being harmed. No. I mean, obviously, if it's a rape scenario. If it's a rape scenario, then, that's you're, bad, then you're talking rape. That's then bad you're talking rape. Yeah, that's yeah, a then rape. Then you're talking an actual felony. Yeah. But, yeah, if, if, it's, just if it's just sex, consensual sex, who's being hurt there? No one. No one. No one. No one. Um, again, that goes more, you know, strongly towards the guy's Male student, perspective. But, yeah. The, but, you know, I say as... Males ourselves, we can make that assumption that pretty much every guy at 16 wants to fuck their hot teacher, so... Yeah, I mean... I mean, we're wired that way. Yeah, men have always been wired to reproduce and basically fight and get food. And what's not sexy about, like, a 40-year-old, well-read, smart... Intelligent, Yeah, just smoking hot woman? Yeah. No. What's not going to be attractive to somebody about that? <laughs> Nothing. Like that, that. Chicks are turned on by that. Yeah. That's uh, that's hot. Yeah. I mean, as every man's, you know, fantasy. Van Halen's hot for teachers. Speaking of bands. Yeah. I mean, we haven't spoken bands for a while, but yeah, speaking of bands. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Great. Van Halen's an honorable mention. Great. Speaking yeah. of bands. Yeah. Well, I think I mentioned it. it doesn't matter. Van Halen, great song. Greater video. Yeah. It's like the teacher stripper. Yeah. Or even fucking Stacy's mom. 
Less yeah. great song, but same point. Yeah. You got a hot Still mom. a pretty great song. Yeah, whatever. I think it, uh, whatever. Like, but yeah. And that's completely acceptable. It was a hit song. Everybody swears by it. And it's a great point because everybody goes, yeah, that's exactly how it goes. Yeah. There's no, hot, nothing's hotter than a hot mom. There are very few songs of, of a young girl singing to an older dude, like a real older dude. There are a few. Oh, that's creepy. That's yeah. weird. It's weird. Because in, in that scenario, nine times out of ten, that guy is taking advantage of that girl. Yeah. And yeah, you could say that the woman is taking advantage of that guy, but he doesn't care. No. No. Between the two... If he does care that it's rape, and as you said, that's a whole other argument. A whole other argument. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, but I I don't know it. Uh, you you heard what I said. I think that the law should be different. Uh, I don't. Think I don't want to. You, you can't, can't. You can't. You can't say that. You can't make the law different because equality. But you know. But okay. Well, then I'm just giving a shout out to all the judges out there. Just throw those cases out. Just fucking shred them. Well, yeah. People lose their jobs over it. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Maybe you have to change schools, but you shouldn't lose your job. Depends the circumstances. Ah, yeah, maybe. But uh there's there's levels of creepiness. Obviously. And, you know, any any jury could see it. Um I there's just levels, and so I think based on that, uh that's how you should punish it. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be any of these mandatory minimums, or I don't know if there's a mandatory there probably is. But um, it shouldn't be these mandatory minimums and, you know, going by the book and stuff. You should judge on a case-by-case case case basis. Case, yeah. And, uh, you know, if the problem yeah, is they promise like they promise the young girl or whatever money. Well, like, let's say a fucking 18-year-old guy is dating a 17-year-old girl. And he knocks her up, but they've been dating since they were 16 and 15. Yeah. It's like, come on, like... I think they do have ways around those. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's an... Ex- that's an extreme case, yeah. but that's one of those ones where you just drop it. Just yeah. let it go. Yeah. That's not... Oh, that's you go, I've, the heard, time I've heard the facts. I get the situation that's going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys are free to leave. Yeah. Get out of my courtroom. Yeah. yeah. You should be able to make the argument that uh, it was totally consensual. Everybody was down with it. Everyone was having a good time. And like at 16, kids are already having sex. It's not like they're taking their virginity for the most part. And if they did, what a story. What a story. What a story. For a guy. Eventually, eventually after the statute of limitations. That's a great story for a guy. Again, I'm pretty much only arguing. Well, then, because that's the only point of view we have. It's the only point of view that I feel comfortable with the knowledge that I have to make the argument that I have. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you make a good point that you can't make a law because it can't exclude by gender. No. Which I think is ridiculous. Not in Trump's America. Not in Trump's... Well, in Trump's America, you probably can't. Not in Trump's America, you can grab him by the pussy. Yeah, grab him by the pussy. Uh, mm. President Donald Trump. Yeah. You know that he'd like to weigh in on this topic. Yeah. If he I'm, had the opportunity to weigh in on this topic, wearing, you know, fake glasses, a fake nose, and a fake mustache, yeah. he could comment on this as just like a, any guy, any, any, any every man. Yeah. Which he's never been. Which he's never been. Yeah, but also his 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 perspective would be totally screwed. But he would be all. In He'd favor be all of, in favor of it. Yeah. Um, Students fucking teachers teach like yeah that's cool. Uh, I want to fuck my daughter so yeah that's cool yeah, with me. He said one time that if his daughter wasn't his daughter yeah. he would try and date her. It's like dude God you're crazy. And when they were on like a talk show just him and Ivanka, 
they asked her, you know, they asked Ivanka first. They said, you know, what do you and your father have in common? She goes, oh, I don't know. Real estate, golf. And they go, Donald, what do you have in common with your daughter? He was like, well, I was going to say sex, but uh, <laughs> can't say that. And, I don't, and it basically got lost after that. But yeah, that was his answer straight up on national TV. I was going to say sex. What an idiot. That's, that's a level of stupidity that uh, is running our country. Yeah, well, hey. I'll, I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. God damn, Trump. Oh, that's shitty. Does not. His average wine. Yeah, well, what you get when you pay an average price. But I hear. Hey, here's. Cheers to you, ladies and gentlemen. Cheers to a few. Sounds like for you. It does. Oh, damn. Tasty. I'm a rhyming son of a bitch. Tasty. Uh. So, do uh, you have anything else to comment on this topic there, Kevin? Um, I'm, I think I'm just going to close it with I am pro everyone have sex with whoever they want to have sex with. Yeah. Uh, I mean, keep it free. Yeah, where, what is it your uncle always says? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, rock hard, love hard, and party on. We'll see you after the break. Hola amigos, que paso? Mexico Jones here. After a long day of work in the field, I like to go back to mi casa and unwind. Kick up my feet, grab a cerveza, watch a little George Lopez, and smoke a joint, man. You know, like my tío always used to say, Mas mota, mas good times. This public service announcement brought to you by Durban Poison. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, we're going to introduce the first installment of our mini-series, Noon to Midnights. Uh, Austin, why don't you explain what a Noon to Midnight is for the people? Well, Kevin, uh, I guess it uh, I guess it started back in high school. You and I... Uh, uh, back before... Back, mind you, back before drugs and alcohol were... Were any part of any our Any part lives. of our life. We were stone this cold was sober. stone cold sober until college. Yeah. So... Everything from high school, so stone cold sober. Stone cold sober, and we uh, we were just friends in high school, and yeah. uh, you know we went to a small high school where everybody kind of knows you. Kevin's uh, mom was a teacher, and we uh, basically we used do that whatever to our we advantage. Want. Yeah. we used that to our advantage. Some might say we did whatever we wanted. Well, and, yeah, uh, often that consisted of uh, signing ourselves out from school. Uh, so to speak on a Friday on a Friday and uh, go to we take our it's the, it's three people it's me it's Kevin it's our buddy Devin to avoid confusion we call him Drave we call him Drave and uh, we always took his car he had a Honda Accord it's a real piece of shit Honda Accord yeah but hey it got from A to B and the speakers worked yeah so that and was so the, that was the whip we were rolling in we uh and we could get out of school a number of ways. We go to somebody we know, you know, write us a note. We get also, out. Drave was the ASB president. He was also the ASB president. So, but, spirit, yeah. Yeah, but the point is we had to set up some way that we would be out of school for the rest of the day because our teachers would wonder where we were. Yeah. So you just go to the, one of the people that we could use, uh, and they write us a note. And anyway, so we're on our way, and uh, we leave school at noon, of course. Noon. It's a noon to midnight. So we leave school at noon and we head to Salem. 
Generally, or Portland. Yeah, Salem or Portland, but generally Salem. And we pretty much just go out and cause general mischief uh, from noon till midnight. Till midnight. Um, and the more... Nothing, nothing to get in trouble. I mean, we could get in trouble, but we're not going to go yeah. to jail. Maybe a fine or yeah. something. But, I mean, we're just causing mischief. We're just up to no good. Causing mischief. Yeah. Going to the zoo. Going yeah. uh, to going the mall. Going to the mall. Just fucking... Throwing shit off parking structures. Just little things. Yeah, just nice uh, niceties. Yeah. I've, I've realized this word. Just yelling at people on the street driving by. Typical high school stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, the soundtrack. Creeping, creeping, as we used to call creeping it. Creeping on third, yeah. Yeah, creeping. Uh, creeping on third, a classic gag of ours uh, for creeping on third. This is where you have pretty closed in, populated street. And uh, you and your buddies uh, get in a van or something that has good slide doors or something, uh, and you just drag slowly through the town, through you know down the street, and you do you can do a number of things to uh, the passersby. One of our favorites was taking a balloon. We would draw a face <laughs> on it, and then as we drove by the bars late night, as everybody was stumbling out, we hold the balloon next to the window. We go, "Hey, this guy called you a chicken fucker." Oh, and we would just die laughing. I don't know if we almost else. did it to our teachers. Actually, yeah, tonight. well, we almost told our teachers to just show, show us their, their tits. tits. That's what it was. Show us your oh, hey, hey, see you on Monday. Yeah. Uh, no, the other one that was my favorite was we had uh, we had an actual van. We had Devin in a monkey costume. Oh, you got and McCord in a banana costume. Yeah. And so McCord in the banana costume jumped out, started running down the street. Then our, then Devin in the monkey suit jumps out, runs after him. Shit, starts chasing him. Devin got punched in the face by a guy. That's right. Uh, Beaver game or some shit? No, at, at th- on 3rd Street. Oh, really? He got in his face and the guy fucking punched him right in the jaw. Nice. Oh, it was funny. How did I miss that? I don't know. But, yeah, no. And then, uh Nina Midnight's were fun. Well, we were, uh, yeah, yeah, um. The best one was the zoo. The best one was the zoo. Yeah. Um, I think we might as well just tell the zoo story. All right, story. we'll just tell the zoo story. Uh, so we uh, we all had to do an internship. We were all Not lacking in our job shadow. A job shadow. Just all three of us. Just a one-day thing. Me, Kevin, no, and Dre. No, Devin didn't even have to do it. Oh, I just wanted okay, to do it. was just you it. and me. Yeah, me okay. and you were missing out on our job shadow. So Devin finds this sweet deal where we get to go to a job shadow at the Oregon Zoo. And we all think that we're going to go, like, do a job shadow at the actual zoo with, like, actual zoo animals. So we're pumped. Yeah, it's like we're going to go get to see the, like, tigers yeah, and shit. Yeah, like, maybe we're no. going to touch an elephant or something. We show up, like, two hours late. We have yeah. a job shadow at the little mini petting zoo. The rabbit cages. <laughs> at the rabbit cages. And the people had already done all the work because we were late. Yeah. We get there. They tell us to clean the cages. So we clean the cages. And then they'll sign our they papers. They sign our papers. And then we just got a free entry to the zoo. Yeah, we got it for free. We spent 45. Did you say 45 minutes? We spent about yeah. 45 minutes clean, sort of cleaning rabbit cages, mostly just talking about the zoo and uh, dealing with the weirdo who was teaching us. Yeah. And then they just let us go. And then they let us go. And we got to wander the... Zoo for free. We got an A day. on our job shadow. An A on our they job shadow. Great reviews. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
It was we were, we awesome. were model students it for was, the 45 minutes we were there. It was awesome. And, uh, hey, job shadow credit. Yeah. And uh, mission accomplished. And then we just, and then went, we to just went to the zoo. Portland. Well, we went yeah, to the zoo, we then we went Portland. deep into Portland. Devin got us into Chinatown. Yeah, we got we lost across the river. Did we go to a Blazer game? Not that night, I don't oh. think. Yeah, but, no. So that's the essence of a noon to midnight is uh, it's not just another day of just going into town. You have to go in with a purpose of just you, doing well, something well, stupid. You have to go into town with no purpose. <laughs> the only purpose is to be there from noon to midnight. And you, you don't yeah, come up with any plan. Is. You don't come up with any plan of what you're going to do. But you're going you from noon to midnight and you got to figure out what you're going to do. And you cannot come home until midnight. That's and you right. just find things to do. That's right. That's a perfect explanation. I completely forgot. Now it would be it too easy because we just go to a bar and get drunk. Yeah, but we had to do that again, folks. Completely sober. Completely sober. No nothing. We just went out there and just did general mischief. Yeah. Going to the zoo. Going to the, and usually we didn't spend any money. Yeah. We sp- spent very just little money. Just a little money. bit on gas and a little Dutch Bros. Getting douched. Right. Getting yeah. douched. Getting douched. Dutch Bros is a relatively local coffee shop but yeah, uh, if you're going to DB you're going to get douched you're going to get douched uh, and, so uh, that's that's just one of many tales we have of our noon to midnights uh, oh, you'll yeah. see them in future segments so uh, keep an eye out for them and now we're going to go to our inspirational quote of the day this week's is from the greatest TV show in the world John Glazer loves gear the real fact is we don't need anything except ourselves you right here are enough. You're perfect and complete, lacking nothing, as you are. You have all the gear, and you are the gear yourself. You. You are now leaving the buffer zone. Goodbye. Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones, oh baby. Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones. I got a Mexico Jones, oh baby.